All right. So I don't know what this weird resurgence is with this, but I'm going to ask you about it because recently it's just maybe it's just coming at me and I don't know why. Okay. How do you feel about the idea of a celebrity hall pass? It's fun to joke about. It is fun. I've, I've, I've joked about it with like the GF. Right. Yeah. But it's nothing, you know. Yeah. I, I have a, an actually very strong opinion on this. Okay. Um, and it is this. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, the hall pass, and I'd be surprised if you don't know, is for couples that, given a certain set of circumstance, have the freedom to be intimate with a person of their dreams. Yes. If they happen to come across it. If they ever have the chance, then they can... Then it, they can take advantage of it yeah. with no following consequence. Right. Um, here's my here's my thing that really bothers me about this. Okay. I don't agree with it for this reason. If, let's say my wife has this ideal that she's willing just to put me aside for, mm-hmm. given the opportunity... From that point on, once she mentions that person, from that point on for me, it's always going to be in the back of my mind, I am at a level that I'm never going to reach for her. I see what you're saying. I'm never going to achieve what she considers to be the ultimate in a man or a relationship or a partner. Right. And that's what bothers me about it. And, and. I get that. Yeah. It. And I don't know why, but it seems like everywhere I turn nowadays, people are bringing it back up again. It seems to have, you know, it was big for a minute. They even had a movie called Hall Pass, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it just kind of faded away. But now it's like this weird resurgence. And so I started thinking, it's like, I have, and and I've told, and I've told Lady Wife this in the past, like, I have actresses I find attractive. Sure. But it's not somebody that even given the opportunity, I want to fall in bed with, (laughs) you know, and I was talking to her about this. And, and I'm not sure how I was, how I should take this and maybe she's going to listen to this and we'll talk later. But (laughs) her response was maybe, (laughs) but probably not because it would just be kind of a one-time thing. And I'm not sure how I should take that. It's like, so if it wasn't a one-time thing, (laughs) would it be like, well, goodbye to you. (laughs) <laughs> you know kind of what it seems like doesn't it yeah and so yeah i just i don't know i've 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 always even way back like when i was in the midst of my lost summer or my lost year um and i was talking with people and we were at movies and whatnot and they would see somebody on screen and say oh he is so attractive this that not only would i be angry at that situation but end up hating that person <laughs> because from that point on i'm thinking I'm not that person for you. You know, let's, let's say, let's get a little graphic here. Let's say we're in the midst of doing stuff, you know, her eyes close and I'm thinking, is she thinking of me at the moment or, or yeah, is so it, uh, who Bradley Cooper? I mean, you know, is Bradley Cooper on her mind? You know, is she imagining what it would be like (laughs) if this was Bradley Cooper or whoever? Right. And so that's, that's what bothers me about that whole idea. And maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe like you said, it's just a fun thing to think about. It's like, can you imagine, you know, (laughs) wow. You know, but she also brings up a good point. It's like, 
just because they're famous doesn't mean they're good in bed. <laughs> you also know true. I mean? Also so, true. You know, you could end up with this person just like dead fish. You're like, yeah. oh, well, that was upsetting. Like you're poking them like, do something. Like, Come on, make it, make a sound. Move. <laughs> you know, like she said, it could be very white bread, you know, it just, just. <laughs> very vanilla. Like, very vanilla. Yeah. You know, it's like basic, you know, missionary and you're yeah. done. You're like, oh. Well, that was disappointing. Dang it. <laughs> You know, so really, it, be, it like she said, it might just come down to, it's a bragging thing now. It's like, oh, look what I do with Right, so, right. You know. Or you could be lucky enough, like, like say, a Colin Jost and end up with uh, Scarlett Johansson. So, how that worked out, I have no idea. Although the guy is hilarious to me. He's a fun, yeah, he's funny. But Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of hall pass. Yeah, Colin Jost is basically like a mayonnaise sandwich come to life. It's like, (laughs) how? How? (laughs) Okay. I have to laugh. I have to laugh at, uh, you know, they were doing their back and forth once, um, him and Shay, and uh, he he mentions something to Colin about how he could end up with a very famous Mm -hmm. girlfriend, and he comes back, do you want one? (laughs) And he immediately responds, no, not really. He's like... (laughs) There you go. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's the funniest parts. They, they always are giving him crap that he's with Scarlett Johansson. It, it's, All, the whole cast is like, how? It's mind blowing. Yeah. It's it weird. Is. But that, the, the whole Pete Davidson mystery just blows me away. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. I've talked to the GF about that. And the guy is, is, is. The embodiment of what stale cigarettes l- smell like. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's what that is come to life. Yeah. If it took physical form yeah. and weed, that's him. <laughs> weed and stale cigarette and alcohol came together yeah. and formed a person. It would look like Pete Davidson. Yeah. But, but after it got beat up in an alley, yeah. now it's Pete Davidson. Right. But uh, <laughs> the GF said, she's like, you know, he's, he's funny. Like she, she said, he's not funny to me. Yeah. But he's he's a funny guy. He's I get she said, I think that's what it is. Like I don't think it's his looks. Yeah. Heaven knows. Yeah. But he's got a humorous personality. Is is it's gotta be the personality. But is it that much to attract all the women he's been with? Is he that funny? I've seen his stand up. So have I. And I've chuckled a couple times. Sure. But there his, are so many funnier yeah. comedians that aren't with Half the people he's been with. Yeah. I've seen some, like his comedy central roast that he does. Yeah. Really funny. Yeah. Hilarious. But it's like, he looks like an alien <laughs> trying to be a human. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned in the last episode, uh, uh, what's his name? Nick Kroll. Yeah. Those two guys are some of the weirdest looking guys going today. Mm-hmm. They're just so odd. Yeah. To me, it's like they're wearing the skin suit. It's the Edgar yeah. suit. Yeah. It's the Edgar suit syndrome. It's gotta so be. It's an alien seeking sugar water and wearing a skin suit because man. There's a reference for you. I'm telling you, when I see Pete Davidson on, on stage and he's got these high skinny shoulders and mm-hmm. you know, his goofy looking face. Big old bug eyes. It's like. He's a mouth breather. His like, mouth what, is always open. What is this? Yeah. See, he's not. I don't find him that fun. It's just, it blows my mind. Yeah, it's weird. And so if he's somebody's hall pass, then whoa, 
weird. More power to you. There you go. Speaking of hall pass really quick. Did you ever see the, uh, oh, who did it? What was his name? Uh, not Seth Green. He's, he, he did the sequel to the mask. Jamie Kennedy. Mm. Did you ever see that show he did about hecklers? No. He, okay. Apparently there was this, uh, speaking of weird celebrities I've met. Jamie Kennedy. You met Jamie Kennedy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was this, they were talking about not only hecklers, but this, um, the girlfriend of one of them wanted to try to get with Jamie Kennedy. Okay. And so, you know, the guy was there and he was still heckling him. And, and so I guess she considered that the reason why nothing, that was the reason why nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And you see it on camera. They're yelling at each other out in the street. And she ends up like slapping him in the face. That was my one chance to be blah, blah, blah. Wow. Like, with Jamie Kennedy though. Really? It's like Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> what? Well, anyway, he was anyway. nothing to look at when I was next to him and I was inches from him. <laughs> yeah. He's, he, oh man. He looks like a scraggly haired hobo. <laughs> he's like, the, he's the poor man's version of Seth Green. Yeah. You know, it's like, he's, he's the, he's the half brother of Seth Green that mm-hmm. got abused as a child yeah. and often beat in the face because <laughs> he looks always swollen. And yes, just, he does. Man. <laughs> The red, the epitome of the redheaded stepchild. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sorry to say, but that's what it comes across. <laughs> and nothing he's ever done. I found funny. If he can play a more serious role, there's been times he's been the guy in the chair in a couple action films. Sure. And that's not bad, but his comedy. I've never got it. I it, never got it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him in Scream when he got stabbed. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> when he when he got murdered, I enjoyed that. That was my favorite role Drew Barrymore did too. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, she's had a resurgence all of a sudden. Man, she's all over my Facebook feed promoting Mine too. bingo or whatever it is she's doing. But uh yeah, I don't know. Everybody's vying to get on her talk show and everything. She's so. like the new Ellen all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, well, somebody's got to fill those shoes, I guess. Ellen was a new Oprah. <laughs> was she? I think. I, okay. Is that the pecking order goes Oprah to Ellen to Drew. That's, yes. That's where we've gone now. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Diminishing return. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, out of those three, I, I, I don't mind Drew Barrymore the least. Most. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, so this episode, now I want to talk a little bit about pet peeves, things that irritate. Buckle in. Buckle in, buckle up, hunker down. Because Because if there's one thing that you are good at. (laughs) Being irritated. Being irritated. Yes. And, and, and complaining about pet peeves. I do. I do. Um, (laughs) and a lot of it nowadays is just, it's more to vent. It's not that I'm actually. A, you know, just irritated to the point of frustration and anger. Sure. Although there are those things that do that to me, but the, a lot of these things, they just happen so often. You just end up laughing about it. it it's irritating, but you're like, <laughs> and here it is again. You're right. Yeah. And yeah here yeah. it is again. Yeah. So just a disclaimer really quick. Now what I'm going to say, some of the things I want to say, um, if you're doing them, uh, 
I don't hate you personally. <laughs> right. You know, and, um, and I understand there are people that are suffering with a whole lot more than, than what I'm about to say. And, and white privilege thing, maybe, I don't know, but it's, it's just me venting ridiculousness is all it is. And so take it as that. Yeah. And I'm sure that there are things that you're going, going to bring up. I might bring up that right. are irritating to other people. Exactly. So now keep in mind, I've been married 16 years. So I know there's at least one person that's irritated by me <laughs> probably daily. Right. And so <laughs> I understand that and I'm under no delusion to think otherwise, because I know there are things I do <laughs> or don't do. Don't do is the operative word. Right. If you want to irritate somebody you're with, there are things that you don't do. Mm -hmm. It's not what you do do. Mm -hmm. It's what you don't do. Or things you don't do, which they think in their mind you should have done, <laughs> but you didn't. And so they get mad at you. <laughs> That's right. And so, yes, there, there are those things. So, so I pose the question to you. Is there something right now, top of your head immediately that you find frustrating? Cause I can, I can narrow it down to <clears throat> categories. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this in the shower this morning. Um, one thing that, that, that bugs me every single time. And I have a lot of experience with this. Yes. When you start a new job. Okay. Okay. The people that are working there treat you as if not only are you new to the job, but you right. are new to the world <laughs> itself. <laughs> like. Like they'll say, okay, this is a truck and this is what we do to make deliveries. Do you know what deliveries are? Like it, I mean, that's a bit extreme, but it's very close to that. Right. You're not far off. Yeah. You're not far off. It's like, no, I, I get it. I get the base. I just need, you know, to know the rules and regulations here. Right. Like, I don't need to know what machines are. I get that. <laughs> and that's funny you say that. Cause I had that happen in the job I'm in now. They handed me an RF gun, yeah, a scanner, and said, now this is an RF gun. Now, which, to be fair, some people may have never handled sure. one. But what got me is they pulled out a stylus pen. They said, this is a stylus. And what you can do with it, look, it's like a touch screen. And you can use the pen. <laughs> like, wow, mm. neat. <laughs> this is the future we're living in. <laughs> A stylus pen? Wow. Goodness. Those have only been around since the <laughs> mid-80s. And it doesn't scratch the screen or anything? Amazing. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so irritating. And that's... Oh, yeah. Now I got a whole new thing. <laughs> there was there was one time... These are stairs that will go up to yeah. where you need... <laughs> yeah. There was one time um, uh, I was at a job... I was doing delivery. It was, I was when, just when I was working for Young Automotive. I just started. And I was with the guy. I was driving around. And he literally said to me, he said, because the van was really full or the truck. Right. He said, you know, don't don't worry. Once, once we go around um, and drop off, the, the what we have in the back, will it'll be less. <laughs> Is that how it works? Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. You mean I mean, it, it's full right now, but it, it'll, it, it'll be less once we drop stuff off. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks. Wow. Appreciate it. Once we take things out, there is not as much in. <laughs> wow. It all makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. Luckily that never happened in the job I'm in now. Right. Um, I had one guy that like my first week he was with me for a couple hours. I told him all the deliveries that I had done. He's like, Oh, so you get this. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. And yeah. he was just like, I'm here if you have any questions. And I can appreciate that because the, the position that I moved into now in this job that I have now, they were showing me a computer system and it's very similar to the one I had a couple jobs ago that I actually helped <clears throat> IT develop from the ground up. We helped them clone the, clone the system. We, you know, beta tested it out there in Indiana, get yeah. it all figured out. And so he started showing me the system and I said, oh, it's an SAP system. <laughs> he said, oh, you know this one? I'm like, yeah. And he said, I said, my only thing is SAP is very customizable and it's probably going back to its defaults and not what I'm used to. And he mm. looks at me just shocked. <laughs> it's like, oh, so you, you really understand the system? I said, yes. <laughs> and so basically he just showed me, you know, where to tap to get to certain screens and I was off and running. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. So please, if you ever find yourself in that situation, remember that. Yeah. We didn't just fall off the turnip truck as it were. Exactly. We weren't born yesterday yeah we have i was born 45 years ago <laughs> and you know i've learned some things since then yeah so don't treat me like an idiot yeah all right <laughs> that's funny so one of the main things sticking with the job situation one of the main things for me and and i understand why this person does it but it happens in every single job now i'm sure you've noticed no matter what job you go to, there are personalities that are going to follow you. Yes. Just embody somebody else. Yes. But it's the same person. I swear it's a possession and that demon leaves the individual and follows you <clears throat> to a new one. It is weird. Yeah. And so this for me, now, if you're happy in your job, more power to you. That's great. But if you choose to express that happiness through singing Mm. loudly mm -hmm. please make sure that you are not tone deaf and monotone because <laughs> there is a guy right now that i work with that not only is he singing extremely loudly but he's making the song up as he goes because oh, he considers boy. himself a musician of sorts sure and so this song that he sings every single <laughs> day this is the main point i'm getting to yeah okay every day the same thing he'll come in once he gets settled and start working he'll start doing this song that he is supposedly writing and he just makes up the words as he goes but this is the tune and i forgive me for this okay but this is what it sounds like and we are in this town and now we're driving around and now we got to go, and this is awesome for you, and I love you so very much, and now we're going to... And it does not stop. It doesn't stop right. until someone calls him on the radio. Right. And he answers and actually has to do something physical. But if he is driving a machine or walking, that's what it slips into. <laughs> so if you are happy in your job and want to vocalize it through singing, keep it quiet yes you're not as good a singer as you think you are none of us are yes so just recognize that all right otherwise it's going to get to the point where i'm going to american idol you and just kind of 
insult you mm-hmm. down to the point of humility. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that because then we have an awkward relationship. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't yet. <laughs> that, to be fair, I did at one point because he was actually singing a song I knew. He was singing the animals, House of the Rising Sun. Mm. Now it was completely off key. And I swear he only knew one line from it where it said, my mother was a tailor. Yeah. Sewed my new blue jeans. Yeah. And he would yell it. Once he gets this one song in his head, it's every day. And I don't exaggerate for like two months. Mm -hmm. And so, and he can project it's, it's a loud voice. And so I'm like, Oh my gosh. And so I was about 30 feet away. And I turned to him, and I regret this, <laughs> and I turned to him and yelled, will you shut up? Mm-hmm. Just as loud as I possibly could to where those in the vicinity of the warehouse went quiet. <laughs> and it became awkward because that day, it was a Friday, mm-hmm. and at that point, the entire department would go to, you know, they'd bring in a lunch and we'd all go eat together in a room. And so that became extremely awkward. Right. Because somebody just being an asshole <laughs> said, Hey, what was that song you were singing? Why don't you sing that? And I'm like, and I just crushed him <laughs> off. I'm like, why would you say that? And he looked over at me and just kind of softly started singing it. <laughs> and ever since then we've had this, and he's still there and he's still doing it. Like I said, and we've had this awkward relationship, but fortunately we're in two entirely different departments, but. So the singing, the singing is a big thing for me. I would also throw in random whistling Random well. whistling. Yeah. Yes. Now, if, if you have that talent to whistle like a bird where you got that cool kind of sure. tweet and vibrato and it, and it sounds awesome, then whistle away. But if you're whistling out a key to where I, I, and it's funny you say that because I've had people ask me, do you know what song that is? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't. Was it a song? Yeah. yeah. Or are you trying to call a dog to you? Because it sounds like the same thing. Or just the the random whistling. Just It's not a song. It's just random cacophony of notes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Had that just the other day, actually. There you go. I was going to the bathroom and some guy was using the urinal. And he was some... It was an old guy and he was just sitting there whistling random notes and tunes and like uh, the whole time the whole time he was there (laughs) (sighs) oh it's funny you say urinal because my next pet peeve is this okay if i'm standing at a urinal and you walk behind me Mm. would you mind stepping back say i don't know 15 feet away Yeah. yeah because again maybe this is just at work maybe it's work that's causing this (laughs) There was this guy walked right by me and his jacket brushed my back. That's Mm. how close he Mm. was while I'm standing at the urinal. Give me the shivers. I know. (laughs) He didn't even go to the urinal. He went over to a stall. And so, you know how the bathrooms are set up. You got the urinals and then you're going to have to make this little turn to get into the stall anyway. Yeah. So, my only conclusion is he wanted to purposely rub against me in the bathroom. (laughs) And so <laughs> it's like, why would you do that? Yeah. If I see somebody in the bathroom, I'm basically hugging the wall on the other side. Sure. I don't want to deal with sure. what's going on here. We all know why we're there. Yeah. And you don't want to talk. You don't want to deal. Keep your Just eyes down. Get stay focused. In and out. In and out. 
Give them as much space as possible. They're on one end, you're on the opposite yep. end. Take a stall. <laughs> That's the unspoken <laughs> urinal rule, by yep. the way. Yep. Every guy knows it. Yep. If you're listening to this, ask the guy next to you about the unspoken urinal rule. They'll yep. tell you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so please, give the person in the bathroom a whole lot of room. So. <sighs> Is there anything else that you can think of right now? Because I, I, I'm... Still going. Oh, I know. All right. I know. Um, <laughs> there is this, and I've asked people about this, and I think I'm I'm the only one who's catching on to it. All you right. probably have too. There is this trend with drivers who Ooh. are 16 to 25 in okay. that area. Fairly new. Uh-huh. Fairly new behind the wheel. Who for some reason feel they have to go 80 miles an hour everywhere they go. <laughs> Not just on the freeway. Yeah. Parking lots, suburban streets, <laughs> everywhere. They have to go 80 miles an hour. Yes. And there's this also there's other trend, speaking of this, <laughs> when they're right behind you with their stupid LED lights and their souped up Toyota, <laughs> where they they get right up behind you. Yes. And if you don't move or slow down, they start going like this back and forth. Right. And then they zoom off in the other lane and go every single time. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> if there's a lane that's ending and you see about a mile, the arrows are pointing over. They have the thing, arrows right. pointing. They will not move over until they get right up next to the that orange barrels. Very last second. And then they'll go over. Yeah. And it's a young kid with his stupid tinted windows. His LED lights. And his LED lights every <laughs> single time. <laughs> I don't, who are teaching these people to drive? That's a main thing that I was going to get to as well. It's probably the bulk of my irritation comes from driving and comes from the room. Because mm-hmm. I've said this out loud to myself while driving. It's like, how did you get a license? Yeah. How did you get a license? I don't understand. Because you can't drive, mm-hmm. obviously. You can't drive. I mean, we're in the midst of a snowstorm right now. I have never been more irritated from people do not doing things <laughs> than I am when they're driving in the snow. Yeah. Or, or, or not only not doing the appropriate things, but then doing the most dumb thing possible. This is a big one for me. If you are on the road, now, keep in mind, I have been driving now for the better part of two decades or more. Sure. In Utah winters. Same. Yeah. I have never once been in an accident. I have never once gotten stuck. I've never once slid off the road. Right. So believe me when I tell you, I might have a bit of advice on how to drive in the snow successfully. Yeah. The biggest thing I can say is (laughs) don't consistently tap on your brakes. Right. When you're driving on the road. Find a comfortable speed and stay there because the minute you start tapping your brakes, like if it's a front wheel drive car, what's going to happen to that backside? It's going to start swerving. Yep. You're going to start fishtailing. Okay. You are not going to slide until you hit the brakes. And so I'm watching these people as I'm driving, giving them plenty of space and they start for no reason. Not that there's a car in front of them, but probably from nerves or fear will start hitting the brakes mm-hmm. i'm like you are going to kill people yeah because you're going to slide on the road yeah 
So don't tap your brakes in a snowstorm. Yeah. Consistent speed and just go. Yeah. And just go. And I know it's it's probably counterintuitive intuitive to people, but if you start sliding, the best way to get out of it, don't hit your brakes. No. Turn into the slide. Yeah. Because what that will do is give your car the chance to not only ride itself, but find traction and mm-hmm. then turn yourself back straight. Exactly. Seriously. Yep. There is nothing more irritating than driving in a Utah winter with people that don't know how. Yep. And and you're not going to get stuck in the snow unless you stop. Right. And that comes back to tapping on your brakes, even at a stoplight. And I've even spoken with a policeman about this. It's like, if you are specifically for me, like late at night and you're coming up to a red light and it's just snowing like crazy and you know, if you stop, you're going to stick, mm-hmm. just roll, roll through carefully that nobody's coming Yeah, and you're going to be fine with it. Otherwise you're going to just get stuck. Yep. And if you have to stop, stop early enough that you can keep moving mm-hmm. just a little bit. So obviously you still have the momentum to go. Yeah. So. Speaking of momentum to go, <laughs> oh my gosh, if you are turning, whether into a driveway or onto another street, you don't have to come to a complete stop yes. and then crank the wheel to make your turn. I get that every you, day. Use your momentum to turn, you know, just smoothly into where you're going. Mm-hmm. What is this need to almost come to a stop? Crank the wheel and then make the turn. I don't know. What is that? I don't oh know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Seriously. Because you'll be you'll be cruising down, let's say down here in Washington. All of a sudden, you come to a stop. Yeah. You have to come to a stop. And it's just because somebody is slowly turning. Turning onto the side street. Yeah. Uh, like, are you kidding me? It's like you can make your turn at the speed you were just at. Yeah. You really can. Yeah. You're not going to roll your car. Okay. Don't believe the Hollywood movies. Right. Okay? If you take a turn quickly, you're not going to roll unless you have a launch mechanism under your tire like they do mm-hmm. in movies. You're going to be fine if you're not taking like 89, 90 miles an hour. Yeah. But if you're going like 20, you know, 15, 20, just make the turn. Make the turn. Yeah. Gosh, dang it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, speaking of driving, <laughs> here's the other thing. Now, Utah has consistently been ranked amongst some of the worst drivers in the country. Right. In any list. Yes. Always. Number one, the majority of drivers will not use their turn signal. You have to rely on your ESP to decide where you're going to go or where they're going to go. They don't understand the idea of defensive driving, which means you're out for yourself. Yes. Everybody else get out of the way. And that's what I want to talk about right now. I don't know if you've seen this. But I have seen this like in a person's eyes in the other car. Like, let's say I'm coming off of my street onto like the more, you know, the main road Mm -hmm. and somebody just all of a sudden comes out of nowhere, just blazing down, like you were saying, like 80 miles an hour Mm -hmm. through a residential area. And I'm trying to pull out onto the road. That individual will not slow down. They will not turn. No, they won't. You can see it in their face. They're thinking this. You get out of the way or I'm going to hit you. Yeah. That's it. They have no thought of, I better slow down or get out of his way. Yeah. They're thinking, if you don't move, we are going to collide. Yeah. That's the mental block. It's like, well, you have a car that 
also moves. Mm-hmm. I'm coming out a little slower. You're speeding. You should probably slow down. But they take this weird ownership of, I was here first. I'm not going to move. Yeah. That drives me up the wall. Yeah. And if we get into an accident, it's going to be your your fault, yeah. not mine. It's like, I was at a stop at my stop sign. I looked. There was nobody coming. And you came blazing down the road. Yep. At 88 miles an hour, trying to go back in time. Yeah. And you plowed into me with this idea of, well, you came out, I was there first. There first? Yeah. There first? Yeah. You see that when you try to enter the freeway. hmm You know, it's like, I'm not going to move for five seconds to let you merge. You know, yeah. I'm just going to stay here and probably force you into the concrete barrier and watch you die <laughs> because I don't want to move. Yeah. And you see it in their face. Yes, you I, do. I had somebody on the road because I couldn't get over to, you know, to let this person in because there was a semi right next to me. Yeah. And this person looked at me like I had just committed the most heinous atrocity in yeah. his mind that I couldn't get over and get out of his way. I'm like, there is an enormous truck here mm-hmm. that I cannot get by. And so I even pointed that out to him and he just mocks me with his arm raised. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what do you want me to do? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Yeah. That, you know, this, sorry. <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll apologize because it's my fault. Well, apparently <laughs> this is going to be mostly driving. Cause here's another one. <laughs> Pedestrians. If a, if, if, if you are at a corner and a car stops for you, Go. Don't try to be nice and wave the car through. No, you go. We stopped for you. Yes. And then all of a sudden you get into that dance where you both try to go. That's right. And just like, you go. Yeah. Don't wait. You're a pedestrian. You have the right of way. You go. Yes. <sighs> just, just walk. Yes. Just, you've been waiting to walk. I'm giving you that opportunity now. Yes. Please do so. Don't and, don't think you're nice waving me through. No, I stop for you. You go now. Yeah. I have to now get irritated that you're not moving, and then I have to keep driving. And that's the thing. It's like they think they're being nice. It's like, look, I'm the one that has to get up a lot more momentum to go now. Yeah. I've taken the time to completely stop this vehicle. Yeah. All you have to do is put one foot in front of the other and get out of the way. Yeah. So please do so. Yes. Just move. <laughs> My gosh, I had that at Target the other day because I stop at a, what you should do at the little crosswalk mm-hmm. from the store to the parking lot. I stopped yeah. and waited for this lady in her cart and she waved at me to go. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. Legally, I have to stop because of, oh, I don't know, this stop sign right yes. here. Yes. So you go. Yeah. The stop sign, the crosswalk. You have the right of way, not and, me. And it's funny that you bring it up because we both waved at each other at least twice to go. Mm-hmm. And so what I did very visibly in her sight is I just let go of the wheel and sat there. <laughs> I, I held onto the brake. And I just let go of the wheel yeah. and waited. And so finally she went, and you could see it in her face. She's like, oh. It's like, well, <laughs> I'm doing you the, f- I have a vehicle that could kill you. Have I, you know, if I were to hit you with it. Yeah. So. Go. <laughs> just go. You you know you want to. Yeah. Just go. Man. <laughs> oh, here's one. 
this is very specific to my job. All right. But delivery, delivery. driving around. Yes. Oh, okay. If you have a dog <laughs> that you know does not like delivery people <laughs> and is sitting there at the door barking at this person, yes. wait until the driver leaves before you open the door. <laughs> Because what's going to happen is your dog is going to run out. Yes. At me. <laughs> so run after you. Wait <laughs> for two seconds before for me to get back in my vehicle and go. <laughs> then open your door. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and you know, now I have two little dogs, and they absolutely hate the door. Sure. They hate people that come to the door until they know who you are. I can and vouch for that. You can vouch for that. Yep. Um, they've even started to recognize, they've been trained to recognize, like when our ring alarm goes off on the phone, that means someone's <laughs> at the door and they'll run to the door yeah. if they hear our phone go off. And so to, to your point, what I will do is I will then take the dogs just for a few seconds, put them in their kennel, take care of what's happening at the door. And once that's done and the door is closed, let the dogs back out. Yes. Because I know that once they hit that door, it's going to be very hard to control both of them. Yeah. So like you're saying, I will get them out of the way or wait until, you know, you leave or until, you know, I've taken the pizza from, you know, mm -hmm. whoever. <laughs> and then, and then once they're gone and the walkway is clear, my front door is clear, like, oh, you know, release the dogs. Yes. Release, release the, the hounds. Dog. Release the hounds. Exactly. So. <laughs> <sighs> so let me talk about people now a big pet peeve of mine is people mm -hmm. so if I you're agree. a people yeah. you're a pet peeve yeah so sorry <laughs> oh by the way and the things you do if you are a people and you do things <laughs> you're a I pet am, peeve i am now irritated by you just a heads up <laughs> um here's something that i didn't know the term pet peeve you know where it came from no Neither did I. So I looked it up. Now, peeve has been around for a while. Peeve mm -hmm. just means to, you know, be irritated. Yeah. It's an irritant. Yeah, yeah. The actual term pet peeve came from a one panel comic strip that ran from 1914 to 1920 mm. called My Little Pet Peeve. Interesting. And so he took it as, you know, like you have a little dog that you own and, you know, it's always with you. And, yeah. And that's what he took that phrase as. And it became more widely distributed. Once that comic strip came out. Hmm. And so that's where the term pet peeve really gained popularity. Interesting. Okay. But, um, so when it comes to people and how badly they irritate me a lot, um, is this, if your legs are a little longer than say three inches long, mm -hmm. you should be able to take wider strides while walking. <laughs> okay. And so... And, and, and a lot of this stems from me at work. Once we clock in my entire department, cause we have to wait to a specific time. Mm -hmm. And so everybody clocks in at once. And so everybody moves at once. What gets me is that I want to get to where I'm going, you know, at a normal speed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a five foot 10 individual, that's mostly leg anyway, I take somewhat wider strides mm -hmm. and I know there are people that are my height with my leg length that will purposely take half steps mm. to go slowly for who knows what reason. 
It's like you have you you gotta go wherever we're going. Just get there. And just the fact that they will purposely walk slowly drives me up the wall. Yeah. If you are purposely going slow, that bothers me. If you can't go quickly due to an injury <laughs> or you're on crutches or right. whatever, right. I get it. But if you are purposely, consciously walking slowly for no other reason than to do that, mm-hmm. you are one of the people. You are the people. <laughs> you have become my pet peeve. Yeah. And so, and not only that, it's contagious because if you're walking with somebody and they're happen to be talking, they will match each other's speed, obviously. Yes. And so then you have this line of people that you can't get by because I just, I just want to go. It's like, could you move? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. And I want to yell that, but then my next pet peeve comes into effect. We turn the corner and it opens up to where I have enough passing room. <laughs> I'm going to call it the passing lane on the right side mm-hmm. or the left side, whatever. And I go to move. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, for some reason, we start walking in a zigzag pattern. We can't walk straight all of a sudden. Yeah. Now we start walking diagonally. And so I go back the other way and everybody goes diagonally. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> Why can't you walk straight and yeah. quickly? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. And so that's the other thing. Even just a one person, like if you can't walk straight, if your thing is that you're constantly swerving, I fear for you behind the wheel. No kidding. Oh my gosh. And it is rampant. Yeah. Especially where I, it seems like, especially where I work. It's like they can't walk quickly and they can't walk straight. Yeah. It's like, are you drunk? <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> and so pick it up. <clears throat> Jeez. Yeah. One foot in front of the other. You can go faster. I promise. Now, when it's funny when you said, you know, the, the, the passing lane. That's how you have to think about it. Yes. If you are in the grocery store, if you're at a big convention center, think of yourself as a car. Yes. And so if you're in a little aisle, stay to the right. Yes, exactly. In fact, that's even brought up in a lot of the trainings that we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though it's not designated on the floor, they even say that. It's like, walk to the right. Yes. Give people the chance to go by you on the other side. Yes. Walk to the right. And if you want to look at something, pull over, stop, yeah. and look at it, yeah, and then move on. Merge back into traffic and move on. <laughs> and speaking of me being an irritant to somebody, this happened not too long ago. I was at the store with one of my kids. We were in the toy aisle. Mm-hmm. You're at a toy aisle with a child. Right. You're going to look at everything. Sure. And so we had stopped. Now, to be fair, it was right before you ended, you know, come out of the island to the main area of the store from the toy section. Mm -hmm. But we're right there on the end. And we've stopped. We're over on the edge. And there is this group, three women behind me, which they could easily go off to the other side and go around. Yeah. And she does her little cough. It's like, excuse me. Can we get by? I'm like. Uh, sorry, you know? Yeah. And so I just kind of, I didn't move, but I just kind of pulled both of us a little closer to the, you know, main display (laughs) because they were right there. Yeah. 
right there, right behind me. And so I didn't bother to go the other direction. I just scooted over. So they still had to completely turn, you know, pull off to the other side to get by. Yeah. But I'm like, what did you expect? We're in a toy aisle with a child. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we're, you know, just going to zip on through and get done and get out? I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, speaking of, of the toy aisles, because I'm there a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if your child takes something and throws it on the floor, hey, pick it up. <laughs> hey. Because <laughs> there have been times in toy aisles, it's, there's stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's like you have to walk over things because they're just laying around everywhere. Yeah. And exactly. It's like, take the ownership. Yeah. Okay. Your child did this and obviously your kid's not going to pick it back up. So it's on you mm -hmm. to pick it up and put it back where it was. But so many parents, and this is another thing. So many parents will ask their kid, Hey, can you pick that up mm -hmm. please? And if the kid says no. Yeah, I guess that means no, yeah. and so we all just move on. Riley, Riley, <laughs> pick that up, please. Riley, <laughs> Hunter, yeah, Hunter, would you not play with that, please? <laughs> no, we don't put it on the Hunter. Can you pick that up? And so you're watching this. Oh, I'm so sorry, Hunter. Yeah, honey. Yeah, can you? Uh, take the kid by the hand. Yeah. Pick it up yourself and get the heck out of the way. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, <my sighs> gosh. This is the other thing. And this is a very LDS thing I'm about to say. If your child, and not it just doesn't happen in LDS churches, but more often than not it does. If your child decides to run, leave the pew area mm -hmm. or wherever. Let's say you're in a movie theater, for instance. Yes. And your child decides, hey, I'm going to go beat on the screen up here in the front. Instead of watching them go up to the front and trying to call them back, mm -hmm. stand up, grab them, and take them back to where they need to be. Yes. But here's the thing that happens that really bothers me. They'll lightly touch the child on the arm. Now, I'm not saying grab them and bruise them and twist them around and, you know, break a bone or anything like that. But when they will touch them and the child will hit the floor, yeah, all of a sudden it's like that child has become 18 tons yes. and they can't move them. Yeah. Yeah. They're still holding the arm, but the child is laying there. And it's like, all of a sudden we can't move them. Yeah. It's like, uh, are they magnetized to the floor? <laughs> Take your other arm and pick them up. Yeah. They're all of 30 pounds. Pick them up and move them. Mm-hmm. But no, it's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Come on. Hunter, would you <laughs> Gage? Gage, come here. That's what you get in the movie theater. Gage, come here. <laughs> Gage, stop it. Hunter, go get your brother. <laughs> and then they end up just playing tag around the theater, yeah, anyways. So. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I could go on and on and oh, on about etiquettes in movie theaters. And speaking of movie theaters and whispering. If you don't know how to whisper quietly, yeah, don't whisper. Yeah, don't be a loud whisper. You're making more noise than your child. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. If if your version of whispering is, hey, you need to stop that. 
That's not whispering. Yeah. That's what you call stage whispering, which you do <laughs> on stage so the people in the back row can still hear you. It's like whispering is just so you and the person you're talking with can hear. Yeah. No one else. If that's impossible for you, then you're not whispering. Move it to somewhere else. Also, if you're an old couple that can't hear anything, <laughs> don't try and talk to each other about what's going on in the film. No. Oh my gosh, that happens in church too. Oh my gosh. What'd he say? What'd he say? <laughs> hey, so after this, do we go to class? Yeah. Like, oh. Is it is it a combined meeting? Yeah. It's like, it's like we're supposed to be quiet at yeah. this point. Do you guys want a refill? <laughs> what? A ref do you want a refill? Oh. He blanch. He blanch. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you have salt on your popcorn yeah <laughs> oh here's another thing here's another thing with movies now i've laughed hard at a lot of movies sure but not once have i decided you know what i'm gonna do immediately repeat the last three lines mm -hmm. of the joke that i just heard to the person next to me that is also in the same movie yes and just heard the thing yes and I, this, this is a memory that Blake and I shared for a long time. We went and saw the mask, Jim Carrey's mask uh -huh. in the theater. And we were sitting there and it was near the end, um, where, uh, the cop, I forget, I forget his name and, um, his partner. Is it near the end? Yeah. Near the end. He said, well, what do you want to do now? And he said, oh, breakfast. Right. Yeah. You remember that point yeah. right at the end? Breakfast. Yeah. The person behind us right then repeated it four times in a row to the person next and laughed every time after. Oh, breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> it's like, what is, we just heard it. Yeah. We heard it. Yeah. That's akin to like, you know, you watch a video on YouTube or you watch a joke and then they put a quote from the video they just watched as their comment. Mm-hmm. I've commented several times on that. It's like, wow, it's almost like you just watched the video. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, or you can just say, hey, that was funny. But quoting it as your comment, it just, uh, that's another, it drives me up the wall. Yeah. It drives me up the wall. It's like, we just, we all saw it. We just all saw it. What is the need to comment the line from it that we just saw? Also, because you... You and I, we tend to quote movies quite a bit. Yes. If you don't know the movie line or the movie quote exactly, <laughs> don't try to make it up. Let's say, for example, oh, I don't know. Let's say it's Batman Forever. <laughs> yes, let's talk about Batman Forever. <laughs> and uh, uh, what, what, was, what was the Two-Face line exactly? It was, he was setting Batman on fire. Right. Uh, see, I can't remember what it was. So I'm not going to try and say it. Right. But let's say someone else wanted to try and say it and said something like, oh, everyone gets a bad case of gas once in a while. <laughs> ha ha ha. That was the line. <sighs> or your two faces sitting on top of the security guard at the beginning. And he's like, 
it was like, uh, it's another day for uh, sandwiches and beer. Yeah. That's not the line. Nope. That's sure not isn't. the line. That's not the line. <laughs> I will. There's nothing that will irritate me more than somebody who say, like, try to quote the Princess Bride. Right. Like, if, if somehow, which I tend to do often, I end up talking to somebody about the Princess Bride, and they'll say, along the lines of, you know what my favorite scene is or my favorite line? I almost just stop them right now and say, I do, because I know the whole movie. Please don't say it, because mm-hmm. you're going to get it wrong. I can guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I get it. I get that. And and along those same lines of things we do often, and we've already mentioned it before, is a bad accent. Mm-hmm. That's a pet peeve of mine. Mine, yeah, me too. Oh my gosh. If you can't do an English, Scottish, Irish, Italian, Irish, Italian, or whatever it is, yeah. accent, please don't attempt it. Please don't attempt it. It you just make yourself sound ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Just please, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Now this. Uh, now I apologize to Lady Wife for this, and I don't mean to embarrass her. With this. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but she knows because I I I've said this all the time. One of my biggest my biggest things, and she is more welcome to rebut with her own in a comment something that irritates her about me. Um, do not, let's say there's a little bit of cereal left in a, in a container. Cause let's say you want to use a plastic container to hold your cereal. So let's say you've worked your way through your tutti fruities. Right. And near the bottom of the tutti fruities, you have like 10, 12 pieces left. And the entire container has been tainted with this flavor and smell of tutti fruities. Yes. Do me a favor. Don't dump cinnamon toast crunch in on top of that. Yeah. Because now you have fruit flavored cinnamon toast crunch and nobody's going to want to eat it. Yeah. Don't cross contaminate (laughs) foods like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you're the only one eating it, have at it. If that's the way you do it. But when I sit down to eat cinnamon toast crunch or tutti frutti's, that's what I want to taste. Not a mixture of the two. Because then it becomes disgusting. Yeah. Dis- and along the same lines, generic brand versus name brand mixed together makes for a horrible experience. They're not the same. They're not the same. No. No. It's, it's, it's just not. Cinnamon toasters are not the same texture as Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No. I like both. They're sure. fine. Sure. But together... It makes for a rather <laughs> unpleasant experience while eating. It does. It really does. Yeah. And so <clears throat> keep it <laughs> what it is till the end. Same with chips. Same with chips. Mom. <laughs> Jeez. That, yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. It's like, finish it off, get rid of it, open the next one. Yeah. Don't mix. Yeah. Well, it's just crumbs. Then eat them. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And then... Just don't dump it into the next bag. Don't dump it in the next bag. Don't. Just don't do that. Especially if it has a very distinct flavor, like like a salt and vinegar or a barbecue or something. It's like, don't cross-contaminate mm-hmm. this. Just don't. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> or just, if, if there's a little left, just throw it away. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Like small crumbs that you're not going to be able to do anything with. It's all right. Yeah. You know, you're not going to cause world hunger because of that. 
Just get rid of it. <laughs> I wonder if she thought I was like calling for her. <laughs> I was expecting her to come yeah. down through the door. What? <laughs> Don't mix the chips. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that, yeah, I get that one. Oh, man. And along those same lines, I don't know if you've if, if you've noticed this when it comes to because uh, I don't know if you eat Cheetos. Do you like Cheetos? I do. Like the puffs? Yes. The big ones. Don't leave the bag open for more than a minute. Do not. Half. Yeah. Because then Agreed. it becomes cheese flavored styrofoam. Yes. Chewy cheese flavored styrofoam. Yes. So please close the bag. Please close the bag. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to eat that. <laughs> And then that's a waste of the entire bag. And it's so disappointing too, because you're in the mood for one, you eat it, you're like, ugh. <laughs> now, now, not only does it taste bad, but I'm unsatisfied. <laughs> and this might be, because now we're around the home area and, and I don't want to dwell too much on pet peeves from home. Sure. Because I have to live there. Sure. Um, and this is nobody's fault, but my own child, my own child. Um, one of them is often very sticky and usually very wet <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably because he's chewing on his fingers or his hands sure. or, or he has spilled something. And now here's the thing. If you have noticed that that has taken place, let's make sure that, that we have, and, and then he's been at the table. Let's make sure that that has now been cleared <laughs> off and dried off because when I go to sit down and I put my hand down, all of a sudden my hand is disgustingly wet from something that I wasn't aware was there. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what it is. Right. But all of a right. sudden I have to jerk my hand. It's like, why is the table wet? Yeah. Now, <laughs> I talk with lady wife about this and we, and it's kind of a running joke because that same child is always wet and always sticky. Mm-hmm. But he likes to get in your face. Sure does. And he likes to touch. And so she will not allow him to do so. And I laugh because because we talked about this in her podcast. It's like, because he is always <laughs> wet and sticky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that made me laugh when I heard that. It's like, I won't let him touch me. <laughs> and so to be fair, e- even though he has been on the table, you might not know that there's now a puddle there of who knows what. Yeah. But there it is. And because yesterday I was going to sit down and do a little drawing and I sit down, my hand immediately goes into a puddle. I'm like, what is this? A puddle of indeterminate liquid. (laughs) Why is the table wet? (laughs) And from the other side of the table, I don't know. Dominic was there. I'm like, dang it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, one, one of the ones that it, speaking of running jokes that you and I have, yes. and we've had for years, <laughs> is for some reason there's there's this thing that happens when let's say you go to a sporting event or a movie theater, and people are filing in yes. and people are waiting for the event to start. Yes, for some reason, an old man <laughs> will stand up and turn around and just stare usually with his hands in his pockets yep and just gaze out over the crowd from the opposite direction yeah. of what he should be looking at and you and i have commented been commenting on this for the last 30 <laughs> for years years because it, it happens, happens every time no matter where you're at yep no matter what you're doing if there is an older guy without fail 
whether it's the beginning of the event or the movie or at the end, that person will stand, put his hands in his pockets, and stare in mm-hmm. the opposite direction of what he should be looking at. I went to lunch at Crown Burger a couple weeks ago. <laughs> of all places. Of all places. There, the, I passed a guy. His his family was sitting there. He was over on the other side of the aisle, hand in his pockets, just staring. Like, <laughs> what is this? What are you doing? Is this going to happen to me when I turn 60? <laughs> that something's just going to click in my brain where I feel like I have to stand up, turn around, and just stare. <laughs> I've been nervous. Speaking of that, I've been nervous for a couple guys that have done this, especially like uh like down the Delta Center. Yes. Like if you're in the upper bowl, like at that first row in the upper bowl, mm-hmm. and he's backed up against that the barricade. Yeah. Like, you're gonna fall. Would you turn around and sit down, please? <laughs> yeah. Sit down. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Because usually what's he's what he's doing, he's looking up. He's looking up. <laughs> and so he's gonna like tip backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And and he won't move. Even if somebody starts talking to him, he'll just kind of gaze down at the person mm-hmm. and just listen. Like, would you sit down? Yeah. Could you please sit down? I don't, I, I is it, it you have <laughs> back problems? Is that what happens? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Man Every friend time. Brent did that all the time. All the time. All, he even got us in trouble on Back to the Future, the ride for doing that very thing. <laughs> That's right, he did. You remember that? Yes. He stood up in the DeLorean and looked back. Yeah. From where he should be looking. <laughs> and so he did this voice. Uh, please remain sitting in the ride vehicle at all times. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> Sit down. It's so weird. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with your seat? It's so odd. Uh, but it never fails. Never it fails. Never fails. And now that we've mentioned it. You'll see it. You'll see it. You'll see it every time. Every time you're in a group. Yep. Next time you're in a movie. Next time you're at a restaurant. Sporting event. Concert. You'll see it. It's You'll an old it. man, usually between 50 to 70. Good size gut on him, usually. Yep. He usually has a gut. You portly gentleman. <laughs> Button down shirt, usually tucked in so it accentuates. <laughs> and he'll just stand there for 15, 20 minutes, however long. What gets me is that when it happens at movie theaters and you're trying, for some reason, you're interested in what's going on on the screen. For some reason, I don't know. Oddly enough, yeah. at a movie. And he's he's in front of you. Yeah. Like, could you sit? (laughs) Would you sit, please? Yeah. (laughs) It's just, I don't understand. I don't get it. It's like, are you looking for a projectionist? Because that's not a thing anymore. (laughs) This is all digital and done, you know. (laughs) You just press a button. That's it. (laughs) It's on a timer. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) But also going back to events, and I'm sure this is irritating for a lot of people. If you are in a line. Yes. Pay attention. Oh my gosh. <sighs> now, I'm, I'm going to reference Lagoon in this. Yeah. Because this is one of the main offenders. Two rides specifically. Jetstar, Log Flume. Mm-hmm. You will inevitably, along the same lines of what we are just saying, you have somebody facing the other direction yep. from what they should be looking at. Yep. Next thing you know... The entire crowd in front of them has moved on 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And they're just sitting there with their hands up there. Like they're on parallel bars in the gymnastics, yep. swinging around. And you're like, you want to move? And they turn around and then they got to run to try to catch up with, and then they'll do it again. They'll do it again. You think they'd learn, <sighs> but no. Stay with the line. Mm-hmm. Stay with the line. 
you can just as easily talk to the people with you looking forward as you can looking backwards. Yeah. Just as easily. My gosh. Yeah. And it happens every time. Jetstar, Logflume. Those are two of some of the worst offenders. You think, man, this line is long. But it's not. Yeah, you see a big gap there. It's not long. Because <laughs> there's some teenage girl playing around on the bars, talking yep. to her floppy-haired boyfriend. Yep. Her floppy-haired boyfriend's up there, like, trying to balance, mm-hmm. you know, that he has this amazing upper body strength. Yep. Like, yeah, you're neat. Move. Like, <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> Speaking of teenagers, because that's a whole other category. You could just stop right there. Mm-hmm. Teenagers. Teenagers. <laughs> Why is it that they feel the need to yell everything they say? I don't know. Everything. I, I don't know. Or just scream out of the blue. Yes. Oh Apropos my gosh. of nothing. Oh my gosh. Th- now that you've said that, oh my. Okay. Did I unlock a memory? <laughs> well, not just, it's not just a memory, but it happens daily as a matter of fact. But what I do want to mention is that my kids will watch YouTube, no matter how many times we tell them not to, and they will resort to those videos of just groups of teenagers Mm -hmm. in colored pajamas doing who knows what. I don't know. I'm not on that side of YouTube. I don't know. I don't know. They, there's like, okay, so today, what we're going to do, the first person to find blah, blah, blah. And then they run through the house Mm -hmm. and that's all they do is scream scream yeah they just scream and so at work there's this guy not the singing guy because he's singing supposedly that's what he thinks there's another guy out of the blue he'll be driving a forklift and all of a sudden i'll get this (laughs) for no reason (laughs) no one's around yeah and i hear it from a million miles away yeah like, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. What was the point of that? I've seen him do it as he drives by me. Is it he, to hear himself echo? or Exactly. And he's I not looking at me. But I've watched him as he goes. And then he gets this little grin on his face. I'm like, are you proud of yourself for that? What, what, what was the point of that? Yeah. Why did you do that? Yeah. For no other reason than just to make the noise. Yeah. That's it. And the worst thing about the teenagers is they're squeaky. Oh my gosh. Because their voice is changing. The 15-year-old teen that yells is one of the worst yeah. sounds yeah. in the history of sound. It yeah. is a nightmare. Because it will go from deep to high to try to be high, but mm-hmm. can't quite make it. <laughs> and it's just, it's a horrid sound. It is. Oh my gosh. You remember um, when we went to Disneyland back in 2004? Yes. With mom and Dixie. Do you recall we would walk through the crowd and we would pass people and they just like yell? Yes. <laughs> it happened five or six times. You'd pass them and just go, <laughs> What in the world? Speaking of an unlocked memory. Oh my, I had completely forgotten about yeah. that. Yes. I do remember that. <laughs> it happened a lot. I swear. Didn't we mention something along the lines of, Am I wearing a shirt that says a that has a dog on it or bark yeah. or something? Yeah. And it wasn't just teenage, it was like old guys. Yeah. We just walked by her. <laughs> like <laughs> Why did you do that? It was so weird. And it was constant. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh, good night. 
Um, now, now I got all kinds of things coming to me. Um, there we go. Stupid general platitudes or sayings that people feel like they have to say. Yes. Like, and uh, mom does this a lot, but you know, well, yeah, it's mom. It is. She's a parent. Mothers, um, mothers can be forgiven. Yeah. But when, when, when you're, let's say it's snowing, like it is, and I'm sure she's going to say this to you when you leave, she's going to say, be careful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm not saying, I'm not guilty. I literally sent a text to the GF just 20 minutes ago saying, Hey, when you, cause she's at work, when you drive yeah. home, be careful. Why did I say that? I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like I had to. That's right. <laughs> but it's not like she was going to go out there and be like, okay, great. 90 miles an hour down the street. Of course not. See how reckless I can be. She's a grown adult. She knows to be careful. Yeah. But they, they feel like they have to say it. Yes. Yeah. We, we had a, uh, speaking of things that people feel like they have to say is, uh, we had a meeting at work and our general manager was there. And here's the thing with general managers. They all read from the exact same book. Yes. It's called Management 101 or yes. <laughs> who knows what. I know they're all required in, in management meetings and getaways to, they push to read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? <laughs> and I'm not kidding. It's a real thing. Okay. Who Moved My Cheese? Um, they, they mention it in business all the time. Anyway, they all read the same thing. But they will get up there without fail in every meeting and say, you know, along those same lines of just general platitude, they have to say, look, we, we really appreciate all of you and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And this is right before they rip you apart. Yep. This is right before they correct you on something. It's like, well, if that's the case, what is this meeting? And if this meeting is a corrective meeting, don't start with that nonsense. Yeah. No, first off, we appreciate you guys and all the hard work you're doing. But uh, you're not working hard enough, and we really don't appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's basically what it turns into. Exactly. It's like, just get to the point. It's like, ignore the small talk and just come at it. I would I would be shocked and thrilled if I sat down in one of those meetings and said, you guys have blown it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, just... You guys suck. It's like, just say that right out. Yeah. Instead of like, well, you always got to try to build up your team first before you... Installing corrective measure, it's like, those yeah. of us who have been in business long enough would appreciate it if you just, just get to it. Yeah. Get just to the get point. to it. Get to the point. That's the thing. Oh my gosh. So, um, for me, another, another big thing. And again, maybe this is, uh, this is just the culture nowadays, but the lack, complete lack of any sort of punctuation while writing mm. is driving me nuts. I had somebody go off on me on a comment I left on Facebook about LeBron James. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> because I've been doing that a lot. Sure recently. have. Um, but he comes back with just three sentences and no punctuation in mm. any of it. And so instead of trying to you know, engage heavily with him, I just responded, cool. You sound like a really nice guy. We should be friends. <laughs> you know, And move on. But yeah. what is with this need to... Just not end a sentence. I don't know. Or, or you know, capitalize the next yeah. word in a sentence. Maybe it's the texting culture. It would have to be. I, that's the only thing I can think of. It has to be. Maybe yeah. they think, you know, it's faster. Yeah. 
but you're on the keyboard if you're at a, you know you're at a laptop the period is right there yeah it's right down there next to the space bar <laughs> you know just push it mm-hmm. <laughs> so i don't i don't understand but that irritates me to no end it's like would you end your sentence yeah or if you're writing sentences and every other word is capitalized stop that stop that because it sounds like mm-hmm. I need to read it like this. And it's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Just first word and then, you know, names. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what needs to be capitalized. Yeah. You know, proper names and things. Just not every other or every single word. So, anyway. Yeah. <sighs> and then when it translates also into general speaking is enough to drive me up the wall. If at one point you have been speaking with somebody and have said the phrase LOL out loud, <laughs> you need to be slapped. Like if, if, <laughs> if you say that in general conversation, yeah, there's something wrong with you. I mean, reevaluate. Or if you say hashtag something in just general conversation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because <sighs> this has been a lot we've had to deal with hashtag pet peeves. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, also, I, I could I could go for three hours just on TikTok alone. Oh, my. Yeah. But when, when you're, when, a couple things. When you're starting a video, <laughs> you don't have to come in with, hey, guys. <laughs> how's everybody doing? <laughs> and then you don't have to keep zooming in on yourself. In and yeah. out on yourself yeah. the entire video. Because you're sitting there talking and you need to emphasize and all of a sudden you're just like, yeah. now I see the pores on your face. Yeah. It's like, back it up. <laughs> back it up. Yeah. And people will go crazy with that. In, back out again. And then back in mm-hmm. and then back out. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. And if you, <sighs> if you are watching a YouTube video that even before it starts, it says, hey, make sure to smash that like button and subscribe. Watch something else because I'm not going to like your video nope. before I'd even seen it. Nope. <laughs> Just if we get going, make sure you like that. It's like, no, not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> That's why I appreciate Mr. Ballin because he takes that, but does it different. Yes. He tells you to torture the like button in some awful way. That's right. <laughs> At least that's different. It is. It's, <laughs> that's why I laugh. Ryan George brought this up. Um, not too long ago, because he's doing kind of a commentary on some of his old pitch meetings. And he says, <laughs> he was doing the uh, call to action, as mm-hmm. it was, as it were. And he said, I don't know why people say, don't forget to subscribe. It's like, has that helped any of you at one point? Yeah. At the end of the video, did you think, oh my gosh, that's right. I need to subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Is that something you actually yeah. forget? <laughs> It's like you hear that every time. Don't forget to subscribe. There there have been a couple times where I watch a lot of videos for a certain creator and I haven't subscribed to them. There you go. And if you they'll binge watch. Yeah. Like and lot. if they'll mention, if they'll say, don't forget to subscribe. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's right. I haven't done that yet. Why haven't I done that? So I don't know. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's an actual thing. It could know. be. I don't know. It could be. Maybe it is. Uh, then another, okay. And, um, again, 
I just want to correct a few things here that also really irritate the crap out of me. The word is supposedly. Oh, yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. That's a big one. It's not supposedly. Don't say that. Again, I will reiterate. Supposedly. Yes. Okay? That's the word. The the another word here is regardless. <laughs> not irregardless. Yeah. Irregardless is not a word. You can say irrespective or you can say regardless. Don't say irregardless. Yeah. That makes no sense. It's almost contradictory. Don't say it. That's not the word. Regardless <laughs> yeah. is the word. And supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> so also there is a difference between the words yay, yeah, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Y-E-A, Y-E-A-H, and Y-A are different words. Yes. If you're trying to say yay, unless you're you know in a voting situation, it's spelled Y-A-Y. Right. If you put Y-A, that says yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm talking to you. It's almost like that. Yeah. That's how you spell that. It's like... I'm, I'm going to, I'll see you later. That's Y-A. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you're saying yay, it's Y-A-Y. Or if you're saying yay or nay in a vote, it's Y-E-A. Yeah. Now, if you're saying, hey, do you want to go to five guys to get a burger and say, yeah. Yeah. That's Y-E-A-H. Mm-hmm. Know the difference before yeah. you try to type it out. <laughs> also there, there, and there. That's another one. That's another one. That's another one. There is two words in there, which is they are. Yes. You know, separated by an apostrophe. <laughs> also over there and there as in a possessive. Yes. It is their pen. That's right. That's their car. Yes. That's T-H-E-I-R, I think. I-E-R. E-I-R. <laughs> Text usually corrects that for me. That's right. <laughs> Yo, that might be some of the issue too. That could be. It's like, I'm just so used to, you know, having this correct me Yeah, all the time. I just forgot the real words. Yeah. <laughs> um, this and, might, this might be a, sorry, this might be a, just a thing for me. And I know people are going to contradict me on this, but for me, I believe that the word, cause then I'm stuck on words. The word is jewelry. Mm. Jewelry. Right. Cause it's supposedly. <laughs> their jewelry right. <laughs> is made from a jewel of sorts yes and so the whole thing with the jewel you know making necklaces and whatnot encompasses jewelry mm-hmm. not jewelry yeah because it's not jula it's like wow yeah. what a beautiful jula on that person <laughs> you know jewel Re, jewelry. Yeah, that that jewelry. That always bothers me when I hear that phrase, jewelry, because I maybe it's maybe it's wrong, maybe I'm wrong, <laughs> but I've <laughs> it just makes more sense jewelry. And one other thing about words and meetings that we just had at work. When you say the phrase near miss, mm. what do you mm. think of? Because we have, they've just rolled out, as they usually do, the near-miss reports. Now, this is the way I think of it. If I nearly missed you, that means we connected. 
Correct? Right. That's the way I see it. Okay. It's like if I scratched a car or I hit the corner of a fence, say, oh, I nearly missed it, but I still hit it. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense to me to be a near miss. That means you still connected. Now, if I say I nearly hit you, that doesn't mean we connected. It means I missed you. Right. We nearly hit. So when they roll out a, a form that says a near miss report because you connected, I I have issue with that. Yeah, that makes right. no sense to right. me. I sure felt the near miss report. Well, if I missed him, why am I filling out a report? <laughs> right. No report if you hit him. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, especially in that context. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't, but it's rampant. You could look it up right now. That's the way it's described. Right. And so I'm sure I'm in the wrong in this. And I'm sure, you know, I know that people have corrected me on this in the past, but I, I think of it in that way. And I can't wrap my head around the idea of filling out something that says near miss mm-hmm. um, and actually have missed the person. Well, I mean, if you break it down, you were... You were near a right. miss. Yeah. So the miss wasn't, you were near the miss, but the miss wasn't there. <laughs> there was no miss because you could, you, you, you connected a little. Right. So it was, it, there was no miss. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. When you start to break it down, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It's almost like the opposite of what it should be. Yeah. In your mind that that's what you're hearing. It's like, so near hit. Yeah. You know, that for me is a miss. Right. Because I nearly hit you. Nearly hit you. We had a near hit. If it's a near miss report, that means we connected somehow. Because you nearly missed that person. But that report is to report for a dangerous situation that could result in a hit later. That's what the near miss is. (laughs) So I just, it, it, it blows my mind every time I hear it. Like, I don't get it yeah. it doesn't make sense to me but i mean i mean you and i have worked in so many like jobs and warehouses and businesses that uh, there's this lingo that's just <laughs> uh, everybody uses it it is like the term depalletize something yeah that's not a thing that's no. not a real word <laughs> no depalletize even palletize itself yeah, palletize. You know, you try to look that up. It doesn't exist. No. That's not a word. I need it's you not. to palletize these boxes. What? I mean, you get what they're saying. Oh, yeah. It's like, but it's not a real word. Put the boxes in the pallet, <laughs> on the pallet. That's... I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you... Yeah, you can say things like, I need you to go to the... I need... Like something they'll say at work. Need to go to the... Uh, need to go back to the racks and grab the double jack. And you go back to the rack and grab the double jack back to the racks and grab the double jack. Yeah. I mean, that's a very specific lingo that's used in a warehouse. Yeah. Go grab the double jack. Yeah. I mean, really, it sounds like you're ordering a burger from Jack in the box. It does. (laughs) That's not necessarily a pet peeve. I just find that funny. Yeah. There's a very specific lingo in warehouses for sure. (sighs) Anyway, I think I've run the gamut. I am I am exhausted. I was gonna ask, do you want you have anything else you wanna No, my, my mouth hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Brain Just because of the too. tension in my jaw yes. from some of these situations. Yes. Oh anyway. 
But um, yes, yeah, if if you have listened to this and there are some things I'm doing that are irritating you, keep it to yourself because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> or no, just <laughs> make a podcast Fair. about it. Yeah, there you go. Say it behind my back <laughs> in a podcast. So yeah. I I know there are things. I know there are things. Of course there are. Um I irritated somebody not too long ago. That wasn't necessarily my fault, but I was out in an intersection. The light had gone red, but I had to wait for the car in front of me was also in the intersection to turn so I could turn. Mm -hmm. But I guess the person that was about to yell at me didn't see that there was another car in front of me. So when I drove by him, he cussed me out. It's like, you just ran a red light. How'd you pull out the intersection? I'm driving by. I was already in the intersection. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) And that's the other thing. It may not be safe, but please inch forward a little bit so one or two of us can go before the light turns red, <laughs> especially in busy intersections. Yeah. Yeah. Please get out there. Yeah. Get out there. And if, if there's a, if there's a space to get out into the median, do it. Yes. Don't sit there and wait and wait. There's a car coming a mile away. Gotta wait. Yeah. Uh, like to turn that's what that lane is for uh, yeah get out there turn your blinker on yeah you know and then you know get into the lane Mm -hmm. don't sit there and wait till the road is completely clear to get out and make your turn yeah also don't slow way down because you're about to exit (laughs) 38.7 miles ahead of you right you know so don't start slowing down now yeah you know (laughs) but to be fair if you're over in the far right lane, then okay. But seriously, yeah. you don't need to start hitting the brakes in another county because you're going to take an exit eventually. Yeah. My gosh. Anyway. That also comes back to if you know that you have to get over. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Get in that lane. Get if in the lane. If you know that you're going to eventually turn left, get over get in the in left. The also. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to, all right. I might generalize here and I may get flack for it, but every time it happens to me, it is a woman. So I'm sorry. But if I'm driving and somebody comes up, like, let's say I've hit the cruise. So I know the speed I'm going. I'm not shifting speed. Sure. I'm in an exact speed. There's without fail, a person that will drive up and I see them coming in the lane next to me, either side, and they will slow. They won't pass me. They'll slow and stop right in my blind spot and just cruise there. And match, yeah. And match my speed. Yep. Match my speed for no other reason. Because I saw them approach, Mm -hmm. but then when they got to me, all of a sudden, that's the speed they want to match. Right in my blind spot. Yeah. But why? (laughs) Why? Yeah. And without fail, I'm sorry, but it has usually been female <laughs> i'm gonna let you dangle on this one i'm not that's, saying anything that's fine that's fine <laughs> i'm sure it's just coincidence but uh but it probably is <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm done all right okay. i'm done I'm yeah done. i'm gonna get yelled at so i know i'm not the best driver i get it one more one more driving thing one more driving thing because <laughs> i drive women. i drive for a living it's about women drivers no. Dang it. <laughs> um going to leave me out there to... All right. Sure am. So, <laughs> <laughs> if... Um, 
if you're coming off the off ramp, getting onto the freeway, yes, you better be at freeway speeds by the you, time oh, you hit the freeway. Be up to speed. Oh my gosh, get up to speed. And if you're not, you need to speed up. Do not, do not <laughs> slow down. <laughs> if I'm right next to you and you need get in, don't slow down. Speed up. Yeah. It's like, it, it's, it, it'll be easier for me, especially if you're up to speed, for me to slowly ease off the gas to yes. let you in front of me. Yes. Okay. Now I understand you're thinking, oh, I'll let this person go ahead of me. It's like, no, no, I'm, I'm at a very fast speed and you're yeah. not that speed. So you need to hurry. Yes. Just, just hurry. <laughs> speed up and go. Yes. Get up and go. Get up and go. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. Be up to freeway speed before you're into the freeway. And if it terrifies you to drive the freeway, don't. Then don't. Please don't. Please don't. Yeah. I mean, you can't get on the freeway and go 50. No. It just, it's a hazard at that point. Yeah. You are going to cause an accident. Take the side streets. Take the back roads. Take whatever you need to do. Take your frontage road. Do yeah. something. But don't get on the freeway if, if you're not willing to at least keep up with the flow yeah. of traffic. Yeah. Also, also, one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. Um, just because there's a policeman on the side of the road, you don't need to slow down to 55, no. even though you're doing 70. Yeah. And and what gets me is if that policeman has already has somebody pulled over. Yeah. It's like, and they're out of their car. Yeah. They're standing there on the side of the freeway people will inevitably hit the brakes. Yeah. It's like, do you think the highway patrolman is going to look at you, zip by at 80, Yeah. remember what car it was, the license plate, Yeah. tell this person he's with, stay here, I'll be right back, and jump in his car and go pull you over? No. No. And if that's your big concern, you're probably speeding anyway, Mm -hmm. so slow down. Yeah, if you're going the speed limit, you got nothing to worry about. No. And also, a policeman is not a pace car. If you are still going freeway speed, and if you're legally going the speed you're legally allowed to go, and this policeman is not going that speed, that's fine. Pass pass him. the policeman. Yeah. Pass the highway patrolman. Azar, he's just going slower because he's got something else going on. Mm-hmm. He's not a pace car in NASCAR. You, know, yeah. you don't got to follow behind him yeah. because you're worried that if you zip past him, he's immediately waiting for that one car to pull over Yeah, to meet his quota. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <sighs> so there you go. Anyway. So leave a comment of some of your pet peeves. Maybe it's podcasts that go on yeah. about pet peeves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they go on for an hour and a half about pet peeves. That's my biggest pet. People that rant and rave about what bugs them. <laughs> but hey, don't forget to smash that like button. <laughs> hey, fam. Make sure you <laughs> smash that like button and subscribe. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome back to my channel. That's the other thing. If it starts that way, don't watch that yeah. video. Hey, guys. Welcome back to my channel. Make sure you <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, this, this is another one we could just go on and on and on. So we could. We'll just end it there. Um, Pet peeves about YouTubers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Social media in general. Social media. Yeah. Um, 
fact that people are actually famous from that just <laughs> I don't believe Instagram famous is a thing. It's not. Anyway. It's not. <laughs> you walk out of your house and think, I'm Instagram famous. Yeah. You know, and hold yourself up to that level. Anyway. All right. <laughs> so. uh, uh, thanks for listening if you did. <laughs> yeah. If you stuck with us through this whole thing. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, make sure, uh, now I feel weird saying it. Make I sure don't... to like the podcast. <laughs> Subscribe, subscribe to the, to the podcast. podcast and share the podcast around. That's right. Leave also, yeah, leave a review if you don't mind. That would be great. <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. But seriously, <laughs> leave a. I I want to know what your pet peeve is. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Let, let me know. We'll talk about it next time. And the reason for at least for us for liking and and you know sharing this around, it helps the algorithm for other people to find us. Like yes. that's an actual thing. Yeah. It's not just a platitude we're just throwing out there. No. It's a real thing. So right. do that if you don't mind. That's right. Because it was really cool. I actually Googled our podcast mm-hmm. and underneath it, it gave probably what I'm assuming is our most popular episode and it right underneath it said man, friend, Brent. Did it? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I'm like, see, there we go. We're, you know, yeah. noticed by the algorithm at least. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um... Well, make sure to uh, listen. Yeah, do all those things. (laughs) And then listen next week to hear the brothers ramble about another topic. We'll see you. See ya.